Well, I I enjoyed Green Day at halftime. <laughs> uh, not that you need to hear this again, but the Bombers lost to the Owls in the Grey Cup 28-24. Another heartbreaker. Here's Zach Kolaris after the game. We're sad, you know, just... You know, you play, you play to win the game, you play to win the last one, and we came up short. Um, you know, Montreal was a few plays better than us. Um, it was really sad. Because uh, there's a lot of good guys in the locker room, and, you know, guys that might not be able to play again, and you want to win for them, and the guys that could be out there. And, and yeah. This is a lot of good people. You just don't want to let people down. It's just, it's, it's terrible. We're going to hear from many of the Bombers today. I've got several guests joining me. Dave Patrician, the sports doctor. He was in Hamilton. Doug Brown, Bomber great, of course, and CGOB color guy. DT, Derek Taylor tonight with the final coaches show. Coach Mike O'Shea. We'll hear a bit of Coach O'Shea from the postgame show as well here on CGOB. But we begin this morning with legendary sports broadcaster. He was in Hamilton as well for all of this. Bob Irving Knuckles, good morning. Good morning, Hal. Tough, eh? Yeah, I'm bummed out just uh, like all Bomber fans. I'm a huge Bomber fan now in my retirement. Not that I wasn't before. Uh, it was a just a cruel ending, a heartbreaking loss, as everybody knows right down to the wire. If you'd have told me, Hal, that uh, the Alouettes would drive the ball 83 yards against the Winnipeg defense in the last minute and a half to win the game, I wouldn't have believed it. If you'd have told me Cody Fajardo would throw for 290 yards and three touchdowns, I wouldn't have believed it. But give Montreal credit. They outplayed the Bombers. Yeah. They, they made more plays, as Coach O'Shea said after the game, and football is uh, very simple in that regard. The team that plays the best usually wins. And whether or not the Alouettes are the best team on an overall basis is immaterial. They were the best team yesterday. You can't take it away from them. They end the season with eight wins in a row, including wins over Toronto and Winnipeg, which is pretty notable. So, hey, I've got nothing but uh, praise for Montreal. Uh, The Bombers made some mistakes that uh, came back to bite them and really cost them, but that's usually the case when a team loses. So, uh, that's the way it's going to end. Uh, you know, the last two years, they lose by a point. Last year in Regina, um, you know, a field goal gets blocked at the end of the game, and here they're up, uh, you know, with a minute and a half to go, and all they have to do is get one stop on defense, and the game is over, and they couldn't do it, and they lose by four. So, man, oh, man, these are these are gut-wrenching losses, and they've, I guess, tarnished uh, the Bomber legacy to the point that, uh, the chance to build a dynasty and be seen as a dynasty is more or less over. Not that, that matters to Mike O'Shea and some of the players. What what matters is they they didn't come through yesterday, and they all thought they would. They all thought they were the better team, but as it turns out, they weren't. Listen, this stings for fans. I really feel bad for the players, and you could many of them mentioned this, but you could really you know hear the disappointment in their voice that their voice as Zach said you know they're sad no kidding and I think they see this as sort of the end at least for some of the players right and yeah, yeah this this is what have been a as you said you know you use the word the d word dynasty and and it feels now like that opportunity is is lost yeah it's a crushing loss Hal in more ways than one for them 
It's a very close team, as we all know. They care deeply about one another, and this was their chance to, you know, be on the, the, the big stage, the championship stage again as a group. We know in sport, uh, one season to the next, teams change. We don't know what the Bombers will look like in 2024, but for sure they will have some changes. Some of the players who've been here a while may or may not be back, and that's all up in the air right now. But I think that's what eats at the players more than anything, that this collection of players, which is so close, and we heard about it over and over and over again all season long, uh, they couldn't get it done at the end. And it, uh, as you say, it stings. Uh, you know, I, the word that uh, Zach Kolaris used, too, he said, I feel terrible. I feel like I let people down. And, of course, the focus always goes to quarterbacks in football games. Fajardo was outstanding. I thought Kolaris played just fine. He completed 19 of 23 passes. He made one big mistake, Al, uh, and that was the interception when they were on the 10-yard line. That took points off the board, and Brady Oliveira had a great game, had a six-yard running average, 119 yards rushing, but he fumbled again in scoring territory. And those things will eat at those guys for days and weeks, if not months. Uh, and that's the way it goes in sport. Uh, you know, what is it? The thrill of victory, the agony of defeat, and the agony yeah. of defeat is is sinking very deep into the Bombers today. Yeah, the old wide world of sports line. Yeah, for sure. Um, what is this team going to lead? Your best guess. We don't know for sure, but how different yeah. will this team be next year? Well, we don't know for sure. The decisions they have to make, Cal, you know, come down to the age of some of the players and whether or not Mike O'Shea and the, the people over there who make the football decisions decide that these guys have another year or two left in them. We know Zach Calaris will be back. He's under contract. He's 35. He's still a top-notch quarterback. And there's a few players that are signed up for next year, including Nick Dembski. But there's a lot of them that uh, are going to be free agents. And a lot of them are into their 30s and some well into their 30s. And that, that's where the Bombers, I think, are going to have to really look long and hard and say, you know, do they have another good year in them? You know, a mistake that teams can make is to stick with players too long uh, when their best days are behind them and it can all sort of collapse in, in a big way. So those are some of the tough decisions they have to make. They'll try to get, you know, a lot of the key guys re-signed and so many of them are free agents and they'll do a good job of that because they always do. But the decisions will be more about whether they stick with uh, some of the key older guys or move on and bring in some younger players. And those are very, very challenging and, and tricky decisions that have to be made. So it'll look different for sure. But I think there's reason to believe, Hal, that they'll come back with a good core and have a team that will be successful and have a chance to be right in the thick of it again next year. But here's the sad part. Last year they won 16 of 20 games. This year they won 15 of 20, and I'm including the playoffs. So the 31-9 and nine the last two years, and what do they have to show for it? Well, as far as they're concerned, nothing, right? Mm. Which, is, which is so harsh, isn't it? As good as they've been the last two years, if you don't win that last game, it seems all for naught. Yeah. The glass was not half full last night, Bob, when the game ended. But this morning, I'm going to start the show anyhow with the glass half full. And let me put this to you. The Bombers hang on to the right players, and they find themselves playing in their fifth Grey Cup, like fifth Grey Cup in a row next year. Is there an opportunity if that happens and they win next year to salvage the dynasty 
thing. I, I think they if that happens, and I know that's a huge if, but I'm yeah. I'm ha- my glass is half full today, Bob. I think the dynasty thing is still a possibility, although a, a real long shot. You know, I agree with you. Yeah, I think if you get to five straight great cups and win three of them, Hal, for sure, then then you're talking in dynastic terms. So I guess there's the goal for the guys in 2024. Hey, as, as bummed out as they have been the last two years, uh, go get it again in 2024. Why not? And, you know, make all the non-believers kind of eat their words. So, yeah, I think there's powerful motivation for them next year, and I agree with you totally. Uh, for now, we have to suspend the dynasty talk, uh, but maybe we can bring it back next year if uh, if things work out for them. So, Look, and, mm-hmm. and bomber, fan, bomber fans have had it great now the last four years. And I, I bumped into all kinds of them during the Grey Cup this year. Hell, it was fun mingling with the fans and seeing how much they love the game and love their team, which I've really never been able to do before because I'm here entirely as a fan. And, mm-hmm. and the love for this team runs so deep, it, it's really an eye-opener when you you know spend a lot of time around these true blue fans who make the trek to the Grey Cup. And they'll be there again next year. They're not about to give up on this team. Yeah, it's heartbreaking, but... Yeah, I saw a few of them after the game last night, and it's like, well, well, you know, we've had it pretty good. We've had it pretty good the last four years, and, uh, you know, we're going to be back cheering them on again next year. So there's your glass half full look at things. But, boy, oh, boy, it sure bites hard the day after, doesn't it? It does. Yep, for sure. Uh, And in two years, of course, the Great Cup will will be here. Uh, And uh, by all accounts, everybody that was there that I've talked to says Hamilton did an awesome job with the Great Cup, and I know we'll do a great uh, job here in in Winnipeg in 2025. A couple of uh, text messages are coming in, Bob. Can I throw a question to you? Sure. Hal, um, please ask Bob, with the Bombers, uh, with five minutes left in the game, Bombers lead 24-21. Could they not have just run out the clock? Well, they tried to run out the clock, but they got stopped in their their last possession, their second last possession. I'm trying to remember now, but that, that's that was the plan. Mm. Uh, but when, when they did go ahead, there was still uh, over three minutes to go. They did stop Montreal once. If they could have made one first down on that last possession they had, then they yeah. probably would have been able to run out the clock. But you can only run out the clock if you hold on to the ball and make make first downs and keep running your plays. And they weren't able to do that. They were facing a third and eight at one point there in, in the, the last couple of minutes. And, you know, they punted it away, which was a smart thing to do. Montreal had 83 yards to go. And again, I felt pretty good about that. I thought, hey, you know, the defense will come up with a stop, and uh, at worst-case scenario, Montreal will kick a field goal, and the game will go to overtime. But the defense just can, just couldn't make the stop. Mm-hmm. Tom says, uh, what was with kicking the ball, Bob? Uh, why didn't uh, Calaris throw a Hail Mary? Yeah, I don't know. I guess you can, you can question that. Uh, Hail Mary hardly ever succeeds uh, the kicking thing you know is a bit gimmicky i've seen teams do that before in the dying seconds of a game where it looks like all hope is lost so whatever they were going to do at that point was uh, kind of a one in a hundred shot i know we've seen a hail mary succeed uh, we saw it in the playoff game with bc yeah, and i BC. think that's people yeah people were thinking it might happen again but uh yeah, I suppose you could second guess that, but whatever way they went in that dying, those few dying seconds, it was going to be a long shot. Mm-hmm. 
Boy, Bill in St. James, his glass is really half full, Bob. Listen to this, listen to this text message. Bill in St. James says, Al, 2025 Great Cup in Winnipeg. Lots of pressure on the boys to appear in six Great Cups in a row. <laughs> well, you got to get to the fifth first, I guess. Tom. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, listen, you know what? And, and, and you know what, Bob? Here's the deal. It's a game, and, and for some people, it's a bigger deal than it is for others. Uh, as fans, we, we look to next year. Uh, but I really feel for these players who have put so – you know, you and I, Bob, you don't anymore because you've retired, but you, you can have a bad day at work, and you, you do better the next day. These guys put so much into this. Maybe this is where we'll end today, Bob. These guys put so much into this, and all that matters is winning that big game. I mean, there are way more disappointed CFL players every year than there are uh, those that are happy. You know, um, uh, Oliveira talked about, I don't care about the individual player awards. Those are nice, but, you know, last night is what mattered to him and, and to all of these guys that work so hard. Yeah, none of us can relate properly, Hal, to the pain that they feel in a situation like this. They've played 18 regular season games, now two playoff games. So many of them are playing with injuries they're, you know, they're banged up in a way, again, that we can't possibly relate to. And then it ends not just with a loss, but with a loss, a final second loss, which is really the dagger in the heart, you know, when you lose a game. And, yeah, you're, you're right. The, the players and the coaches, it'll take them a while to get over this. You know, we all say life goes on. Somebody texted or emailed me this morning and said, well, the sun came up this morning i said well here in hamilton it didn't the sun did not come <laughs> up here in hamilton i can assure you of that so yeah the pain they feel from this will linger for a long time but then it's on with life because there is another season to play next year yeah. and another chance another chance to you know go after that holy grail so close hal but yet so far yep bob thanks for this travel home safely okay okay thanks hal Legendary sports broadcaster Bob Irving in Hamilton for the Grey Cup. And, of course, last night's score, 28-24, disappointing as the Bombers were on the losing end of that. Montreal winning the Grey Cup.